Can I take a bath on your behalf? Yeah, absolutely. A little milk bath, a little rose petals. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hi, Workwives. This is Megan from West Valley, Utah. I need some good vibes because I just found my dream job. A position perfect for me opened up right around the time I decided I kind of want to leave my current job. It would be for a prominent travel blog in my area. It seems meant to be. Holland, (laughs) how many times have we gotten this thing? It's not even a question. It's just... Like, there's a dream job. There's a dream job this and a dream job that. I'm going to apply for my dream job. Waiting for my dream job. Looking for my dream job. Applying found for my, my dream, dream job. Dream job. Yeah. dream job on LinkedIn. Just did second level interviews for my dream job. What the fuck is a dream job? What is a dream job? I'm going to tell you something about dream jobs. No one's current job is their dream job. Isn't that interesting? I know. Why would that be? That's because dream job is a fucking myth. Everyone's applying for it. No one seems to ever get their dream job. It's like a goddamn rainbow. Keeps it's receding. like a mirage. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. she disappears. Recedes into the horizon. It's a promise of greener grass on the other side. Gold at the end of the rainbow. You grasp it and it ceases to exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my problem with it. Like, I'm sure Megan's doing fine. This like prominent travel blog sounds incredible. It seems like it's what she wants. Which is great. Knowing what you want, Megan. Is incredible. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> nothing is a dream job. You need to go in eyes wide open that, listen, All of corporate America is a bit problematic. Corporate America is problematic. We know this. We know this. It's not meant to serve you. It's not looking out for your best interest. Um, It's here to make money, which we love. Yeah, but you're the one upon whom that system is built. That's right. Upon your back. That's why Ask Your Work Wife is here. Mm -hmm. Because there are rules to this game. And we want to teach you how to use them, abuse them, Maybe. fuck them up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> the dream job doesn't exist. Kill the concept of the dream job. What we want to teach you how to do is know how to extract value from the jobs that you're going to get so that you are not the one always being extracted from. Right? Yeah. Well, in fact, so that you can get the dream life. Yeah, exactly. You're looking for a lifestyle. You're looking for something that enables you to get more, to do more, to be more. Uh, I sound like I'm an army ad, <laughs> but like, does, does that make sense? Every aspect of a job that makes it dreamlike to you should be associated with a lifestyle. It's remote. Great. That means I can go do yoga in my free time, totally. go on a run, go to the gym. I, why is it all fitness related? No one knows. Um, <laughs> you just did yoga on the floor. That's why. Yeah. Okay, okay. cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is our sound studio. Awesome. Um, I want my job to have unlimited PTO. Because I really like to travel and I have several international vacations planned this year. Your job should be transactional. What do you want and what do you have to offer? And what do they have and what do they have to offer you? You should go into any job saying, I have these skills and points of view to offer. I'm going to add value to the bottom line. In exchange for that, the company is going to give me something, a paycheck and some benefits, Mm -hmm. period. It's not going to fulfill a fantasy. It's not going to replace... A full and healthy, balanced life. It should not be replacing any other pleasure centers. Sex, food, fun, validation. Like, it it shouldn't be doing that for you. It should be a transaction. 
Corporate America doesn't care about you. Corporate America only cares about you to the extent that you're useful to it. Right. Which is why it's transactional. Like mm-hmm. this is, you're not in a long-term relationship with this company. You're in an extended transaction. Is what it's you're a in. contract. Yes. It's an agreement. Yes. I just saw Vanessa's exasperated face, <laughs> everyone. And I, and I say this because like people conflate these two ideas because the people that are working in corporate America are amazing. Some of my favorite friends, my best friends, my coolest mentors, people have the longest term actual relationships with, Proper right? Relationships. Where I care about them and they care about me and we work together in a non-transactional way. Those people exist in corporate America, but you have to learn to separate the institution from the people. Some of the best people in the world work in corporate America and they will be the people who decide on behalf of the corporation that you are not worth employing anymore. Corporate America does not care about you. As an entity, corporate America doesn't care about anything except making more money. Period. (laughs) Period. I was like, there's There's nothing else. Nope, that's it. (laughs) Just making more money. That's it. I have said this on, I can't even count how many episodes I've said this on. The corporation's job is to get you to do as much work for as little money as possible. Your job, this is what we're trying to teach you here, is to get as much money out of that corporation for doing the least amount of work possible. Mm-hmm. Your interests are always at odds with each other. So there's no there's no corporation on planet Earth who can provide you fulfillment a dream of job. a dream. Exactly. Yes. Like, I will die on this hill. We are <laughs> killing the dream job. We're busting the myth wide open. It does not exist anymore. I refuse. I refuse. So, Vanessa, what does it really mean to put corporate America in its place? If we're aware that corporate America is not a place where we can put our identity, we talked about that in episode 31, corporate America is nothing more than a transactional relationship that I have with an institution, not a person. How then do I put corporate America in its proper place in my life? My rule of thumb is your day job, your corporate America, nine to five, whatever whatever you're working, seven to four, eight to three, whatever the thing is, should not be more than 25%. Of your output, period. And you know what 25% of 24 hours is? Six hours. That's exactly where it should be. Lots of research studies say even though you're a job for eight hours, you're only really protected for six. So this is where this is coming from, right? But 25%. And then you take another, like another 25% to 30% and you say, okay, that's eight hours of sleep, right? Sure. That leaves you 50% of 24 hours. For anything else. All the other things. Anything else. That's everything else. Eight to 10 hours a day. Uh-huh. You can be going to the gym. You can be hanging out with your family. You can be launching empires. You can be launching podcasts. You can be launching other products. I keep trying to dance around it. Vanessa. <laughs> like you, you can be coaching, counseling. You can be making millions of dollars. You can be doing all the things you want to do. You can lay on your couch and binge watch Bridgerton. Do it. Also great. But like. You have so much time. Like I just really shifted my work schedule from 8.30 to 5.30 to 7 to 4. That's an hour and a half shift, right? Like I'm just starting an hour and a half earlier. But it's amazing. When I leave my office at 4, I have from 4 to 8. That's four hours. That's a whole rem That's cycle. That's a half a day. <laughs> and a half a day, right? Yeah. Like if I think about all the things I usually get done in a half a day at work, I can do all those things for myself, mm-hmm. right? Those are the hours in which I'm going to make my dreams possible. I'm going to go build the empire I want to build. I'm going to go make a million dollars a month. I'm going to go hang out with my family. I'm going to go take care of my mom. I'm going to go ride a bike. I'm going to go like, I'm going to go travel to Venice. Like whatever I'm going to do. Amsterdam's next. Mm -hmm. But like corporate America does not provide any dream fulfillment. And it should stay in that 25% box. You keep it in that 25% box. Period. The fucking end. And if or when it starts to creep up. Creep out. Around. (laughs) Where are we going? (laughs) 
if it starts, if that 25% is creeping up to 30, 35, 40, and I'm, we're talking time spend and mental energy. Energy, totally. It's, it can be an energy thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if more than 25% of your focus, your mental capacity is spent on your job, that's a hard pass. That's a no. You, mm-hmm. you need to step back and really evaluate. You need to take a day off and just be for a minute. If you have bite-sized information about how to get more at Corporate America, follow us on Instagram at Ask Your Workwife. I don't know if these are good ads. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> what does the dream life look like? We say this all the time. It's called the deathbed exercise. Yep. Work backwards. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to end up and how are you going to get there? Because prominent travel blog, job or not, Megan, like... I don't see any correlation between that job and an ideal life. I see zero correlation. In fact, you know, when I think about the end of my life, there's a city that I want to be in and there's a beach I want to be next to. That's where I want to be. And there are a million ways to get there. I'm looking at the most fast, efficient, and easy way to do it. That's all I'm looking for. I don't care what it is. My dream life has no career vertical associated with it. You shouldn't either. Megan, you can tell me like, this is my dream job because it leads to this, this, and this. Then what I'd rather you say is this is the first of my next three moves job. Rolls off the tongue a little bit differently, but here we are. Like, <laughs> this is the first of my next three moves job. <laughs> I like it. It's a multi-hyphen. So, there's a lot of hyphens. <laughs> but like, this is important because like, is working for someone else's prominent travel blog going to get you what you want? It might get you closer, but it's not the only thing. And and I come back to what we said at the top, like on the other side of everyone's application, interview, job offer, acceptance letter of their dream job equals just another job. No one's out here saying I currently work in and have worked in for multiple years. My dream job doesn't exist. I've heard no one say that ever. I've never even said that. And I have a fantastic job right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I give it? I give it 25% of her life. Yeah, that's it. And when I'm in that 25%, I give the whole 25%. But like, that's it. I have other shit going on. So Megan, yes, we will manifest all the things for you. I want you to get this job. Absolutely. Oh, I'm burning incense. Palo Santo's going. Yes. Can I take a bath on your behalf? Yeah, absolutely. A little milk bath, a little rose petals. Yeah, rose petals. Yeah, LFG, right? Here for it. However, what we want you to like take away from this episode is... This is going to be the first of three moves. Great. What's next? I'm reminded of like at some point in my life, I was working in a kitchen and I was a sous chef. (laughs) I know. And I learned this concept from my executive chef, Tim. He fucking loved the kitchen. He taught me everything I need to know. He got down to like the weird techniques on knives that are really cool. Cool. And like, he like, let me use his chef knife once. And I was like, oh my God, I have one of those in my kitchen now. It's a stuff. It's amazing. Um, But like he, he just had an opinion about food and a stance on things like like I just felt like it must have been his passion from childhood and this was his dream job this is when I still kept thinking about it like this right and so I asked him one day I was like man like how did you do this how did you just like find your dream job Yeah, like how did you make this happen and he was he just laughed he's like this is not my dream job I was like what (laughs) I grasped my pearls (laughs) okay (laughs) he was like this is a job that I like I was like what? 
this whole, is hard to wrap your head around because he just brought so much like passion, enthusiasm, expertise, totally. experience to the table. To only like it? Right. Like that's not even garnering a capital L. You know what I mean? Like that's a lowercase L like. Like. Right? Not like, like. like. Yeah, just like. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> he has a very platonic relationship with this job. <laughs> Circle yes or no. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. It's in the middle. <laughs> Turns out what he really loved, like if, if he could do anything, money was no object. He wanted to be a tenor in a choir. Uh, <laughs> I love this for him. Right? Tim is amazing. Tim's Tim, his real name, so he, he's going to know this about him. Yeah, like he he's just incredible. And I was like, okay, so walk me through this. He's like, well, I realized he's not going to make any money doing that. I was like, Solid. fair enough. <laughs> and so he and his wife took a look at like, what does he like to do? He likes to cook. So they together put him through culinary school and they put him in a culinary school that, that is like a feeder to the specific restaurant mm, that we were at. That They knew that was the vertical. They cool. knew those were the next three steps, right? Amazing. And so once he did that, because, because this restaurant was part of a larger system where they could get benefits, like it wasn't kind of a standard restaurant where you're kind of like just working paycheck to paycheck. You could get health benefits, you could get insurance, you could get all these things, you get paid time off. It's you a corporate the, American right? restaurant job. Exactly, basically. <laughs> So once that was stabilized, then his wife quit her job and she went off to get her real estate license because it is something she's good at. Paperwork. Likes to do. Yep. Deal it, making deals, like keeping up with dates and contracts and like getting to know people and solving problems for them. Like she likes doing that and it's more lucrative than his job, Mm. but it doesn't have the same built in benefits. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. So that was the current situation they were in and the plan. He outlined the next, their next three moves for me. With, with me not even knowing this was a framework <laughs> that I would invent later, much later. Um, like he outlined their next three moves to say like, okay, and once that's stable and we have enough money to pay for health insurance on our own, mm. then I'm going to quit here and I will also do that. So we're building a solid nest egg and we're building a family at the same time. Like we have multiple children kind of thing. And like that was their plan. And I was just like, okay. And he's like, so Vanessa, the best career advice I can give you is find a job that you like. You need to not hate it. You need to be able to get up in the morning and say, yep, I'm excited to go to work. It's going to be good. You put in a solid eight to 10 hours of work and then be done and have enough time and energy and mental capacity to do what you're really passionate about or make your next three moves so you have the time freedom and money freedom to really do what you are passionate about. And if his dream period is to be a tenor and a choir, it doesn't have to be a job. Nice. Right? Like Mm -hmm. it, it, you can you can achieve that dream. Maybe maybe Megan's dream is to be a travel blogger herself. Fan fucking tastic. So her dr- this this is not a dream job, Megan. This is your first step of three moves to get your own international travel blog that's very prominent. Like we're excited about it. LFG. Let us know when you want to advertise. So after like after that conversation with Tim, my mind was just blown. And and that has man that has guided like the next five or six years of my life. I still believe that. I still think. Yep, I have a job that I like. That's it. There's no such thing as a dream job. There's no such thing as a dream job because corporate America is designed to crush your dreams. Oh no! <laughs> Put that on a bumper sticker though. <laughs> Let's do it. Like it's going to extract everything it can out of you, including your dreams. If you let it, don't let it keep it, it on a 25% box. Corporate America has no reason for your dreams to come true. No, that's not making it any money. No, it's not. So don't let it. question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. 
how then do I put corporate America in its proper place in my life? I'm so pleased you asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was in the outline. What? <laughs> that we read this time? <laughs> no joke. So you're welcome. <laughs> I make these outlines and sometimes we don't use them. And then we're like, I don't know what the fuck that was. What, what was that? Let's read our notes. <laughs> my, my, seriously though, my rule of thumb is...